Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This week's episode of Do You Speak Geek is dedicated to the memory of two incredible men. Those two men being Chadwick Boseman and Jack Kirby. Now, I ain't got to run down the resume of these two giants. But for those of you who are unaffiliated, real quick, Chadwick Boseman, we lost him last year to cancer, F cancer. And Chadwick was easily one of the greatest actors of all time. The roles he portrayed were just legendary. And of course, he was our king T'Challa. Jack Kirby... (laughs) I mean, what can I say about Jack Kirby? King Kirby helped to create some of the greatest characters in both Marvel and DC, by the way. He would have been 104 this year, but of course we lost him a long time ago. So this episode is dedicated to the memory of you two gentlemen. May you continue to rest on and may your legacies live on well past everything. Ladies and gentlemen, blurds and nerds, freaks and geeks. This is Do You Speak Geek, episode 92. Welcome everybody to Do You Speak Geek. This is the podcast where you can get all your latest news and reviews from the geek realm. I am your host, Nix. Thanks to everybody who has been listening thus far. And for those of you who have just joined us for the first time, welcome to Do You Speak Geek. If you're listening, you're probably listening on Spreaker right now. Shout out to Spreaker. That's the home team. But if you're not on Spreaker, then you're listening to several other outlets out there who give you podcasts. So just wherever you listen to your podcast, search for Do You Speak Geek and be sure to subscribe. DoYouSpeakGeek.com, the only place where you can find everything DYSG. I'm talking merch. I'm talking blogs. I'm talking videos, photos, everything DYSG, even pictures of me and Dono. So, hit up DoYouSpeakGeek.com, save it as a favorite, we'd appreciate that. Follow us on social media, Facebook at DYSGFB, Twitter at DYSG underscore tweets, and Instagram at DoYouSpeakGeek. The YouTube channel, we're the only place where you can see the Dono and Daddy show. Please be sure to subscribe, like, Hulk, smash that bell for all notifications, and leave your comments. We want to know what you guys think. Me and Dono got some stuff cooking up for y'all, so please be sure to keep an eye out for that. All right, people, let's go ahead and do what we do about this time. Y'all know what it is. Let's speak geek. Suit up. I want to be the very best. Talk nerdy to me. Are you ready? 
All right, folks, let's get into these reviews coming at you at rapid fire. Candyman pays homage in a part modern update. The new Candyman film by Nia DaCosta is a creeping descent into a violent past that refuses to stay hidden or dead for that matter. Like the previous films, it adds a new wrinkle to the urban legend, but also remixes the mythology in ways that are both surprising and completely fitting. Yeah, I'm never talking about this film ever again on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter. So, moving on. Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. It it just tries to do too much. <laughs> it's it, it combines the M2K tournament and the MK3 invasion and the Lin Kuei subplot of Mortal Kombat 9 and the revival of Shinnok of Mortal Kombat X all into a less than 90 minute long movie. Like... They're really just doing too much, and it kind of falls flat. But if you're a hardcore lover of the series, you'll probably enjoy it. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Confident introduction to Marvel's first Asian superhero, delivering the MCU's best fight choreography like ever, and has an emotionally complex of villains. So yeah, it's definitely good. It's unfortunate no one's talking about it, but let's go ahead and get into it. Psychonauts 2. Weird and wonderfully written story, and it's interesting, nuanced characters. Double Fine did a great job expanding this universe both toward grander and more intimate threats without losing the joyous childhood adventure vibes of the original. If you enjoy one, you'll definitely enjoy two a whole lot more. Vacation Friends. It's, it's a little predictable, but John Cena and Meredith Hanger will make you wish you had friends like them on your next trip, so I thought it was hilarious. Please check this one out. Nakara Blade Point. Yo, this game slaps, bro. It's the melee combat, insane. <laughs> the gravity-defying moments that make Nakara is a clever spin on a familiar battle royal format. Battle Royale format. Dope game on PC. Check this out, please. No More Heroes 3, amusing but extremely uneven sequel to appeal to Suda 5 and 1 diehards, and even for that audience, take several trips backwards. Combat can occasionally be, can kind of find its flow a little bit, kind of trying to find its footing, particularly during the entertaining boss battles and poor technical performance and bare bones tedium between makes them kind of lackluster, but you know, it's, it's, it's a decent game to the hardcore fans. And finally, he's all that. I didn't even realize they were making this movie, but it's a endearing update to the 1999 original of She's All That, where opposites where opposites attract. Addison Ray and Cobra Kai's Tanner Buchanan are magnetic leads in this reboot that pays homage to the first film, but it still stands on its own. Check that out on Netflix when you get an opportunity to. All right, y'all, we gotta talk about this big story this week. And there is no bigger story this week than that of the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. So, you all have saw this trailer by now. If not, you're sleeping, go see it. I'm talking to you, Frankie. <laughs> the first trailer arrived, of course, featuring Tom Holland, his third solo flick as the, as the, the web slinger. And, um, yeah, it immediately picks up right after Far From Home, after he tries to carry on a life without anyone knowing a secret identity, and then, boom, J. John tells everybody. He then seeks out the help of Doctor Strange to make everyone forget. And it goes south. <laughs> goes south fast. Teasing the trailer, we saw um, Zendaya. We saw Jacob Balton, Ned. Uh, the movie included to be uh, 
rumored with a lot of other guests. We saw Cumberbatch in there, Doctor Strange, Alfred Molina at the very end as Doc Ock. Oh my God. Mm, 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 mm. And we also heard the voice of Willem Dafoe. Ah. Uh, we still are waiting to see if Charlie Cox is going to pop up in here as Daredevil or Matt Murdock. And, you know, with the multiverse, just because bad things come through that gate doesn't mean good things don't come through that gate. And y'all, I mean, it's just a matter of time. We're definitely going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this movie. I mean, we're going to see them. It's just a matter of us being patient and accepting what they give us because I trust Kevin Feige. Let's hop into my favorite portion of this show. Y'all know the vibes. So it's Wall. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Behold the source wall. Can you read, my son? Well, that depends. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with reading a story and looking at the pictures. Enough said, Stan. Let's hop right into it. The pull list this week. Telepaths number one. The brand new epic from the comic book legends J. Michael Straczynski and Steve Epiting. An electromagnetic disturbance results in the sudden awakening of telepathic powers in a tenth of the world's population. In the moments after the world comes to grip with this development, newly Boston police find themselves sent against a wrongly convicted prisoner who becomes a hero and leader of other telepaths trying to escape a world in which their powers make them targets. Both are heroes of their own story, and the future may depend on whether or not they can be found trust between each other. Sounds dope. Check that book out. Spawn 321, a small city loses its electrical power. When it's restored, every resident of the city has disappeared. Ooh. Spawn begins to hunt to find them. A twist ending awaits him an enemy he thought was gone forever. Oh my God, who in the hell could that be? Pick up 321 to find out. Sinister War number four. Things just got worse for Spider-Man, <laughs> I'll say. It didn't seem possible, but it's true. If you think you have seen Spider-Man take a beating, you haven't seen anything this brutal. Damn. <laughs> Poor Peter, can't catch a break, man. Green Lantern 2021 Annual Number 1 Once an agoraphobic scared to even leave her room, Jessica Cruz overcame her fear to become a Green Lantern and face the darkest and deadliest threats in the universe. But now, Jessica's gone from overcoming her fear to using it as a weapon. When Yellow Lanterns attacked the Green Lantern Sector house, she took refuge in the central power battery that was destroyed. Jessica turned the tables on them, giving them something to be afraid of, as she beat them one by one. But now she has been offered a place in the Sinestro Corps. Will she accept? I say do it. You know, we need more Earthlings and other Lantern Corps. I say yeah, definitely do it. Dark Ages number one. This is what the Watcher has been watching for. A danger older than the Earth threatens everything. For once, the heroes who have saved the planet so many times and almost powerless in the face of it, X-Men and Avengers assemble. Spider-People and Fantastic Four come together. Heroes for hire fight alongside champions. None of it will be enough. The lights are about to go out. The world outside our window is about to end. An all-new saga of the Marvel Universe as you've never seen it before, written by Tom Taylor and Aban Coolio. I'm pretty excited for this one. I mean, Tom Taylor's my guy anyway, so yeah. 
I think it's gonna be dope. And finally, Batman Fear State Alpha number one. The event over a year in the making begins. Fear State settles upon Gotham City and no one is safe. Overwhelmed by the dual threat of the Scarecrow and Peacemaker 01, Batman and his allies have been one step behind since the events of Infinite Frontier Zero. And, when, and with the arrival of a mysterious anti-oracle and the return of Poison Ivy, Batman might have more than he can handle. <laughs> Definitely looks like it to me. So those are my picks this week, people. Please be sure to hit up your local comic book store and cop all of these. Let's watch this. Watch this, y'all. Thunder. Thunder. Lannister always pays his debts. Whoa, dude. I am the villain of the story. Alright people, Netflix's Cowboy Bebop. We have some shared first images of the upcoming live-action Cowboy Bebop series starring John Cho. As an added bonus, Netflix announced that the live-action series will debut on November 19th. In the first images revealed, the upcoming Cowboy Bebop series, the three main members of the crew are front and center. There's John Cho as Spike Spiegel, a gun-toting martial arts expert bounty hunter, Mustafa Shakir as Jet Black, an ex-cop and Spike's partner, and Daniela Panita as Faye Valentine, an erstwhile ally of the crew when she's not off pulling off one of her own scores. The images look amazing. I can't wait for the series. I think it's going to be dope. A lot of y'all slept on this, but you know, y'all, y'all, y'all change y'all tune. Y'all, y'all gotta really stop jumping the gun when it comes to these castings, man, and making your opinions just because you see who's in it. Even with the trailer, give it a chance. See the movie, watch the show, then make your opinion. You know, like a normal person. The CW reveals details for the Flash event Armageddon. Now, the CW revealed the first details of Armageddon, the upcoming five-part premiere event for The Flash, which features appearances by Javicia Leslie as Batwoman, Brandon Routh as the Atom, not Superman this time. A little disappointed there, but whatever. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ever. Cress Williams is back as Black Lightning. Kryler Lay as Sentinel. Kat McNamara as Mia Quinn. And Osrit Chow as Ryan Choi. The event, which kicks off on November 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, will pit the superhero team against Eobard Thorne, by, played by Tom Cavanaugh, and Damian Dark, Neil McDonald. This will mark the first time Chow has appeared in the Arrowverse since appearing in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and the first time uh, McNamara, Lee, and Williams will appear since the end of Arrow, Supergirl, and Black Lightning, respectfully. There are a few details about the actual plot, which will apparently also see the team face off against an alien threat. It's not immediately clear whether Armageddon will have any connection to the Armageddon 2001 comics event or its follows up or its follow ups. Those stories centered at the character Wave Rider and involved in a lot more time travel, something that is common to both Dark and Thawne, which would be necessary to include Mia Queen in the story. All I'm saying is CW is going to really, I think, go 
huge budget it may get cheesy like just just make it dope okay that's all that's all i'm saying just just make it dope because you know how people feel about the cw when it shows right now and if it's not dope we're gonna crap all over that thing do i have hope for it Eh, a little a little but you know I guess we'll see what happens. If, if, if nothing else, the costumes are going to be dope. I already know that. They're going to be dope costumes. Manifest officially picked up for Netflix by season, for season four. So it looks like the canceled NBC series has found a new home at Netflix. The series will, this will allow the series creators the opportunity to conclude the various dangling plot threads that went unresolved by season three's cliffhanger. Since its premiere on Netflix in June, Manifest has proven very popular with members. Jeff Rake and his team have crafted a bludging mystery that has viewers around the world on edge of their seats and believing again in second chances. Yo, I'm hyped for this. Like, I know a lot of people, especially friends and coworkers who have been like, yo, this this show Manifest, have you seen it? Like, yeah, it's been around for a while. But season four, hopefully even season five, they give it to us on Netflix and here we are. We got our wishes, people. Just be sure to support that thing. And speaking of series being renewed and brought back and saved, Cobra Kai has been renewed for season five. And you're probably asking, season five ain't got season four. Yeah. So apparently Netflix is so impressed by season four that they went ahead and renewed it for season five ahead of its premiere date in December. The series, which is made by Sony Pictures Television, continues to tell the iconic Karate Kid franchise and has grown to become a cultural phenomenon since it first debuted on Netflix last year. Shout out to Jason Banks and his son Derek <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Cobra Kai season four is going to be dope. We got the bad boy probably coming back, hopefully. I know we have um, a few more guests that could possibly show up for season four, maybe even five. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Cobra Kai, I'm in all day. Let's hop into some life. Peace, love, and video games. That's all like Donkey Kong. Batman is playing Galaga. All right, people, Gamescom 2021 event. Let's go ahead and hop into it real quick. Halo Infinite's campaign and multiplayer will officially be released on December 8th. The release date was revealed alongside a multiplayer trailer focused on Commander Laurette Agrina who will be one of the main characters featured in the first season of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Alongside revealing the launch date, Microsoft has confirmed that there will both be a special Halo Infinite Xbox Elite Series controller and a limited edition Xbox Series X that will be released in the celebration of Halo's 20th anniversary. Definitely want to go ahead and cop that thing if y'all got a chance. Not only did we get our first 15 minutes of a, a hands-off preview of Elder Rain, but we learned how the game's new summoning mechanic won't make the game easier, how the in-game text is being written by Miyatsky and not George R.R. R. Martin, and how Elder Rain's lore will be discovered by interactive, by interactive with important NPCs. The game seems pretty intricate, you know? With the, with the text and interacting with NPCs and helps you discover more of the actual the realm. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's pretty dope right there. 
Marvel's Midnight Suns is a new strategy game from Fraxix Games that looks to be a superpowered version of the studio's XCOM franchise. While the game will feature customizable superheroes, it will also feature iconic Marvel characters like Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and more. The game is set to be released on March of 2022, and the first gameplay trailer will be revealed on September 1st. While we still have yet to see gameplay of the Midnight Suns, the game's creative director, Jake Solomon, spoke to IGN about the comic books and character inspired by the game, including the rising the rise of Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider, and Blaze, Spirit of Vengeance characters like Nico from The Runaways and Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider. Looks pretty amazing from the trailer. Can't wait to see what the gameplay looks like. It'll help me determine whether I cop it or not. And I'm still a Marvel guy, but... We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. A brand new Saints Row will be released on the 25th of 2022 for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC. And the first trailer gives fans a new look at the city of Santo Elos, which appears to make inspiration from the American Southwest. There are three main gangs in this new reboot of Saints Row, and Opening Night Live also shared the first glimpse of gameplay footage. We also got a behind-closed-doors look at Saints Row gameplay, and it looks to take a similar tone of Saints Row 3, as opposed to the GTA-like first two entries and over-the-top ridiculousness of the first two. It's Saints Row. It's gotta be ridiculous. It's gotta be over the top. It's not gonna be fun if it's not. Like Saint, we all know Saints Row is just GTA on speed. You know, <laughs> it's it's supposed to be completely out of this world, and that's what we want. The game has been delayed out of 2021, but Guerrilla Games revealed fans won't have to wait too much longer on Horizon Forbidden West, as it will be released on PS5 and PS4 on February 18th. To help with the wait, Guerrilla Games has released a 60 FPS patch to the Horizon Zero Dawn on PS5. A nice little consolation prize, but you know what I really want. <laughs> Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga got a brand new gameplay trailer and a spring 2022 release window. This follows the game's delay from spring 2021, and this extra time will surely give TT Games a chance to make a game worthy of that galaxy far, far away. I know me and Donald are going to rock that one. Absolutely. Lego games are just so fun. They really are. The microphone-wielding journalist April O'Neil will be one of the playable characters in the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. And if that was enough April O'Neil for you, it will also it was also announced that the O'Neil character and Cat Dog are the latest fighters in Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. About time y'all put some respect on the name April O'Neil. Absolutely, I'm with it. And a playable character alongside the Turtles, have her and Donnie Rex, man, yeah, let's get it. Toby Gard, the creator of Tomb Raider's Lara Croft, is leading the charge on a new game called Dream Cycle that is described as a psychedelic adventure where players can slash, shoot, and loot their way through over 10,000 very mysterious and crazy worlds. Wow, over 10,000. That kind of hit the same way when old boy told uh, Steppenwolf that 10,000 worlds, like, oh my god, what? One of the funniest parts of the Snyder Cut. Giants Uprising cinematic trailer. Oh my God, this was beautiful. 
beautiful. It's taken the internet by storm. In this game, you are a giant who has been newly freed from enslavement at the hands of humans, and your goal is to get revenge on those who wronged you. A demo is available right now on Steam, and the game will enter Steam Early Access on November 2nd. Yo, get this one. <laughs> if you don't get another game, get this one. So, Dying Light got a new gameplay trailer that showcased a ton of in-game footage and first-person parkour action. We got a glimpse of some of that different factions players will be playing off against, a grappling hook that will help traverse around the city, and a new move involved using enemies that will help cushion your fall. You gotta fall on people? That's, that's gonna be fun. You'll be able to vault off enemies and use different attacks while protecting yourself from taking damage from a big fall. This is what the Nintendo Switch reveal here and um, it has over 100 hours of gameplay from a single playthrough. So that Platinum Edition for Nintendo Switch, y'all, please be sure to check that one out and that's going to be what it is. Don't get to fall on people? Yes. Break my fall. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's speak technical for a moment. Technically speaking. Your technological advancements. 1.21 gigawatts. Have you tried turning it off and on again? All right. Technically speaking, Apple is finally ready to settle a years old lawsuit from developers. Now, as a result of a class action lawsuit from U.S. app developers, Apple has announced a slew of changes to the App Store as part of a proposed settle agreement. U.S. developers filed litigation against the tech giant back in 2019 to break the tech giant's improper monopolization of iOS apps. Pending approval from the court, Apple will pay out $100 million and also clarify several of its app store policies. Most notably, it will allow developers to reach out to customers with permission from the user, of course, to collect information inside their apps, allowing them to email about alternative payment options outside the app store. Developers on the app store could previously communicate with customers outside of the apps and even collect payments outside of the apps. Example, renewing a Netflix subscription on the Netflix official website. Prior to this proposed settlement, developers were not allowed to communicate with iOS customers about other payment options available outside of the app store. However, the potential changes to the app store will still not allow developers to inform iOS users about alternative payment options from within the app itself so that developers could bypass the App Store tax, a 30% cut Apple receives from the in-app payment system. That's the bottom line right there. Apple's in-app payment cut has been the subject of a different lawsuit filed by Epic Games last year, which a federal judge is currently reviewing after the case was argued back in May. So, Apple is going to go ahead and let that slide now, it seems like. Alternative payments, good thing, you know? Make everybody happy, that's how we're gonna do these things. I think that's how Apple should do them. Now, since Apple's in the, in the giving mood, why don't you guys uh knock down that price of your Apple MacBooks by about half and let your boy get one. How about that? <laughs> nah, but this is good news though. It's definitely um, a good idea, and I congratulate Apple for making this move, absolutely. Well, that's the pod, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you all for listening. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. Again, thank you all for listening. Please, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, like this podcast, comment about this podcast. Let your boy know what you think about this podcast. Visit the website, doyouspeakgeek.com. Follow us on our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out the YouTube channel, like, subscribe to the videos there. 
as always, people, live to play, play to win, win to live. I speak geek. Do you speak geek? Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.